0: Hey guys, welcome to the show today. I want to talk about, it's something I wanted to talk about for a while now. It's an article I read in the New York times on mother's day. And I know it's been a while since mother's day, but this is still pertinent to what's going on in the culture. But first a word from our sponsor. I opened the New York Times and I, I just immediately knew that there was not going to be any article that portrayed mothers in a in a good light. And in fact that was the case. <laughs> and instead there was an article about how drag queens are the new mothers and i'm going to go through this article and talk about it and it also touches on a documentary that came out in 1987 that i saw in the movie theaters uh, about this kind of idea of drag queens being mothers and and I, again the new york times and you know just the culture at large just co- consistently denigrates motherhood denigrates mothers um there's and fathers are just they've been they've been tossed aside long ago so fathers are are completely out of the picture which this article talks about too but um i just want to talk about this article and just talk about how how absolutely absurd it is that mothers have been relegated to some sort of second class citizen or whatever it's just it's just crazy so the title of the article is Quote, gone are the daddy days, these are mother times. Online, and this is the subtitle online, practically every famous woman is, quote, mother, a term with deep ties to the LGBTQ ballroom community. And we're going to get into what the ballroom community means. Uh, it's, a, it's about this documentary that I'm, I'm going to talk about and show a couple clips of. So, the article be- begins with this this line. To many people on the internet, the actress Toni Collette is known as simply, quote, mother. Miss Collette is not necessarily called mother for playing fictional ones or even for being a mother in real life. Instead, fans have bestowed the title as a way to express their appreciation. So apparently in the culture now, um, people are calling celebrities... Mother, and we'll go on to because it includes other people, um, and it goes on to say she is just one of many celebrity female celebrities who, if lacking a proper understanding of the words new use, see they're they're changing the use of the word mother. So Notice that they just throw that in there in this kind of deeply Orwellian way. Understanding the words new use. So, mother has just as in postmodern deconstructionism, mother, the term mother has changed meaning. She is not just one of the many female celebrities who, if lacking proper understanding of the words, of the words new use, might wonder why they suddenly have so many children. So, now these celebrities have all of these children. Okay, so that, I mean, this is, I know this is bizarre, but it gets crazier. Mother is everywhere. The slang term without an article in front is used by fans, brands, and sometimes even mothers themselves. It derives, and this is where it comes from, it derives from the Black and Latino LGBTQ ballroom scene, which is a queer subculture in which members are organized into so-called houses, often led by a, quote, mother. The current... Use, However, veers campier and is most, mostly used as a term of endearment for famous women with avid devotees. Its popularity has a precedent in the late 2010s when seemingly every male celebrity was called daddy, a term used to describe good-looking older men. But in 2023, daddy is dead. That's what it says. Long live mother. So, according to this, this article, people such as, women such as Mariah Carey, Madonna, Whitney Houston, Adele, uh, even Princess Diana, Jennifer Lopez, are, are called mother. And, again, it goes back to this, uh, the ballroom scene in New York City. So, there was a documentary that came out in 1987. And, of course, I saw it in the theater when it came out. And it was about this this black and Latino, gay kind of trans transvestite subculture in New York City, in the '80s. And these what they would do in these uh, in the in the documentary, they these people this subculture competes in what are called balls. And so they they go to a kind you know they rent out a space or a ballroom and they compete in different categories. Um so they they try to compete as you know uh there's different categories of like you know uh who is like uh kind of like runway models one category is voguing another category is called butch queen which is just a whole different thing. Um so and, and also, also, there's another category of like who, what drag queen or what, um, transsexual can pass the most as a, and look like a woman the most. So they win these prizes at, they win these trophies at these balls. And it's a big deal. And, and these, these, these drag queens or these transsexuals, um, live in houses. They live in, they, they live in their, what are called houses. So the houses are like house of LaBeja, house of extravaganza, house of, uh, Dupree, house of Saint Laurent. So the, in, in each house, so they all live together. So they live in these kind of like tribes or these, these teams. It's like a team and they live in these different, you know, they'll, they'll all live in an apartment together or whatever. And The, the ruler of the house is considered the mother of the house. So each house has a mother in this, in this underground kind of transgressive drag queen situation. And, uh, I remember when it came out, I loved this documentary. It was, it was directed by this woman, Jenny Livingston. And I remember just being so blown away by how crazy this documentary was and how like how transgressive it was how um just this like this this kind of subculture that i never really fully knew about and it it is actually uh, for a documentary it's very well made and and it's it's become kind of a cult documentary um but yeah so each so each house of these kids has has mothers. And the mothers are, of course, men, but they're either drag queens or transsexuals. And so now I just want to play a couple clips of of, from the documentary of what it means to be a mother. And just take a look at these clips and you'll you'll get an idea of what this is about. (laughs) I am Pepper LaBeija, the legendary mother of the House of LaBeija not the founder crystal was the founder i I just rule it now with a soft glove and it's important to me to be the mother because there's so many little kids that i have to look out for although they don't listen to me and they buck my authority i still think i rule it pretty well they like me i'm one of the more popular ones and i've been around for two decades reigning that is you know i've got more grand prizes than all the rest your mother gets the most respect as far as my naming my house, the House of Ninja, ninjas hit hard, they hit fast, an invisible assassin, and that's what we are. We come out to assassinate. The House of Labasia is the legendary house above all of them. I have the most members. I'm the most popular. New York City is wrapped up in being Labasia, so it speaks for itself. And I am the fiercest mother out of all of them. We'll be right back after this short break. So you see Peppa Labesia is the mother of the house of Labesia, And so as he was saying, he rules that house. And the ho- he didn't f- found the house. It was founded by Crystal, as he says. But uh, so that's, he's an example of a mother. And Willie Ninja is also a mother. Even though Willie Ninja w- isn't a drag queen, he was more of, of a dancer and a voguer that was, that was, this is by the way, this is where the whole voguing thing came from, from this underground scene in New York in the eighties from the, these balls. That's where voguing began. And Madonna of course (laughs) stole the idea and, and, and made that song Vogue. Uh, And uh, it became super popular. And so, uh, so yeah, Willie Ninja, is, uh, is a mother of a house, but he's not necessarily a drag queen. Um, so, but he's a, he just is, identifies as a gay man. And so the article goes on to say, Brandon Walker, who works in insurance and lives in Louisville, Kentucky, said he called people mother because, quote, the ways they've influenced the pop culture sphere or how they've had an effect on me, end quote. As a black gay boy growing up in the South, he felt that mothers like Beyonce, Rihanna, and Nicki Minaj helped him express himself. Mother, he, he goes on to say, "quote Mother is fundamentally a female figure who raised you through a period in your life." And so you see this this um, this kid. He's twenty three. Brandon Walker. He he finds comfort in calling these women mother. And instead of comfort in his own mother, which is is really strange, the article goes on to say mother further entered broader culture thanks to the show Pose, which debuted in 2018 and was set in the 1980s New York ballroom scene. And Pose was created by my old friend Ryan Murphy, who created other shows like Glee and American Horror Story, and Pose basically tried to recreate that documentary in a series, in a fiction series, and and so the the idea of this kind of mother, the, these drag queens or transsexuals be, being mothers, has re-entered the culture, and um, and it's a it's a big kind of thing in culture now. And so, where is all this coming from? Why why does the New York Times denigrate mothers why do they on mothers day not publish an article that celebrates motherhood but in fe- but does they do the exact opposite they they just completely erase women they er- erase mothers and replace them with drag queens and transsexuals why is that what's happening in the culture that that legacy media like that in in media in general want to denigrate mother mothers and motherhood well i mean there's so it goes back to uh people like jacques derrida michel foucault these uh the de- french philosophers deconstructionists and it goes even further back to to karl marx and as I mentioned before on the show, Karl Marx and Engels and the Communist Manifesto, Manifesto wanted to abolish the family. They wanted because the family represented the hierarchical structure of a capitalist society. So they wanted to abolish the family, and this has been going on. So th- this attack on the family has been happening for centuries now, uh, and and it's ramped up in since it's ramped up really uh, in a strong way since the sixties. Um, the feminist movement has undermined mothers in a strong way. The LGBTQ movement has undermined mothers, families in a strong way. Gay marriage um, really, really attacked families at the root. Uh, and, and I, as I always say, when, once you, once you destroy the family, once you, uh, attack the family, and it starts to fall apart. Everything else falls apart. Society starts to fall apart. That's why, and I say this all the time. That's why there's you know drug addiction, mental illness, um, homelessness. That's rampant. Like in Los Angeles, where I live, homelessness is out of control. And and it's interesting because. And so many articles, uh, in the New York Times about homelessness in California, it's always about a shortage of housing. And that's not, that's not, the, <laughs> that's not the reason there's homelessness in California. It's because of the attack. It's essentially because of this Marxist attack on the family that's been going on for so long. And it leads to all these societal ills, divorce, broken families, et cetera, et cetera. And so, uh the new york times and, and other media are they are succeeding in destroying the family as we can see i mean the divorce rate is is sky high uh, even in in the church the divorce rate is is high and all of this this kind of the, all of this stuff seeps into the church and of course starts to break down Break down the family in the church, but also, and I, I think that, you know, this, the, the, this whole kind of trans movement and, um, the, the kind of kids being, becoming transgender, like young kids becoming transgender and becoming non binary, pansexual, asexual, all these, these, uh, LGBTQ things, I, these kids that are, are, kind of identifying in this way in that ideology, I think the reason is, is because that families have been attacked for so long and there's been such a breakdown in the family. Fathers are gone. Mothers are just considered irrelevant. And so of course the child, I mean, social media has, has uh, some responsibility in this as well, but tiktok et cetera. but um so there's because of this breakdown in the family these kids are just grasping for something to to identify with and grasping for a mother literally i mean they're they're, they're calling these drag queens or whomever or these celebrities mother and i think that's what's behind what's behind this whole kind of kind of crazy movement that we're seeing right now in society is can can be traced back to Marx and and the others that I mentioned and Saul Alinsky and others um and so i just want everyone to be aware of this and also i just want to just reaffirm that mothers are the most amazing people in the world i mean they they get, mothers get to have the most creative job in the world. They get to produce life and take and raise a child. I mean, that's the most, I can't think of anything better. If, if I were a woman, I wouldn't, all I would want to do <laughs> is have children and raise them. I mean, it's, it's like, it sounds like the most wonderful thing to do. The most wonderful vocation in the world. And it's such an important vocation. And so for all you mothers out there who, you know, are quote, stay at home mothers, which I think is such an evil phrase that was probably invented by a Marxist. Um, for all you mothers out there who are, you know, are raising your kids and fathers too. I mean, I, I just applaud you. And um, I think what you're doing is, is the most important thing. It's so essential. And, and so please ignore the culture, ignore these kind of articles, ignore the media that constantly denigrates. Uh, fa- I mean, fathers in every TV show, every sitcom, every commercial fathers are always the butt of the joke. They're always considered, they're always looked at or considered the, the fool or, the kind of goofy guy who can't he doesn't understand how to do things. I in fact I may have talked about this before but I used to act in many many commercials. Uh and I was thinking back on the roles I did in these commercials. These were big national commercials and in almost all of the roles I had um I was kind of the bumbling boyfriend or husband in every single one, not every single one, but in, in almost all of these commercials I did. Uh, and I did a lot of commercials. So it, it was just interesting. I didn't even know at the time that I was doing these commercials that I was part of the problem. I didn't even understand fully at the time that that what what really was going on. And so, so over the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years, men have systematically been demoted or um castigated or made fun of and so men are kind of like taken out of 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 you know their role as the father as a spiritual leader of the family has been just removed by the culture and now mothers are are the same way i mean mother this has been going on too for mothers uh, with the feminist movement but but with this uh, this new kind of idea of drag queens and transsexuals and, and celebrities as being mother, it's really kind of trying to replace the family. It's trying to replace the the family, which is absolutely why we are in the mess we are in. So anyway, I just wanted to comment on this because... I, this has been on my mind for a while. When I read this article on Mother's Day, I was like, I have to talk about this. This is insane. And so I hope that I hope that uh, helped you. And uh, thank you guys for watching. And I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Beckett Cook Show. Your support makes this content possible. All episodes of The Beckett Cook Show are also available on YouTube. For more information about Beckett and his ministry, visit his website at beckettcook.com. Thank you to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find more faith-centered podcasts about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.